Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Putting STEM into the classroom. Hi there, and welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Woods. And as always, we try to find ways to encourage teachers of all type and all grade to add some, some STEM into their everyday classroom. Not just once in a while, but hey, it's a great idea to add it every single day. Today, we've got a special guest, Eric Iverson. Welcome, Eric. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Great. And Eric is the VP of Learning and Communications uh, for Start Engineering. Um, that'd be start-engineering.com. And as always, we'll have some links at the, at the end of, of the podcast. But uh, Start Engineering, you guys, you guys got some books and some, uh, some great resources, it looks like, to really try to encourage kids to learn about and the, the whole field of engineering. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm really happy to be here. I have a chance to talk about um, engineering in, in K-12 education. It, that's, it's an area where we um, at Start Engineering have a lot of experience. My partners and I have, have worked in this area, you know, all told for something like 30 years. And where we are right now is um, the publisher of a book called Dream Invent Create. And that is a book designed for grades three through eight. And Dream Invent Create is a kind of fun project. It uses sort of alternative methods for trying to give um, kids and their teachers a context for understanding what engineering does in in their daily lives. We use poetry and illustrations to try to get across the ideas about all the different fields of engineering and and how much they pervade people's daily lives and and how much fun they can be and how interesting they can be for kids to get involved with and study. Yeah, and and actually on your your site, I've I even saw even some of the rhymes, keep our planet lush and green with air that's pure and water clean, convert old trash to useful things like purses, clothes, and playground swings. It's you know, catchy. I mean, yeah, it, it is. I mean, and, and what little kid is going to listen to that and say, oh, engineering? Do I have to learn about engineering? You know, that sounds well, fun. Well, it, you know, it is fun. And one of the, some of the things um, that people have done with it, you know, actually really take advantage of the poetry and the language. Um, reading the book aloud to groups, uh, getting them to try to follow along, um, maybe complete the rhymes uh, in in new and different ways than are on the page, you know, is a way to get kids to think about what the words mean, what engineering is about, and draw on their own personal experience to try to build on what is on the page in the book itself. So even even an elementary teacher that really doesn't have a, a maybe a clear grasp of what engineering is, um, they can. They can they can even be learning a little bit better, and uh, I mean the book is probably going to inform them as well. Boy, we you know we have talked to a lot of teachers over the years, and been at teachers meetings and had them say time and time again, "Boy, engineering is exciting. I understand a little bit about what it has to do with our daily lives." But how do I talk about it? The big question that teachers tend to have is how to talk about engineering in a way that doesn't reveal their own lack of a knowledge or technical understanding. And, and we designed the book in such a way that it, it is a kind of a turnkey solution, even for teachers who don't necessarily have command of anything to do with technical engineering principles or content. It's just a way to build some context 
to, to create some interest and to give people a general picture about what engineering can be and how they can talk about it and how it's accessible and exciting for kids. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a way to try to take some of the, some of the, the fearsome aspects of engineering off the table for uh, teachers and give them some tools to talk about it in a way that's really kid friendly. Yeah. And, and, and really just looking at, you know, the graphics are, are beautiful. Um, you know, it's got some, some, some very interesting pictures and really the more you look, you start to notice other things. There's, there's diagrams, there's integration that goes along with, um, with what's there. Um, and, the, and the, go well, ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt, but what I was just going to draw your attention to also, which, which people are sort of surprised to find because, you know, it's right on the page, but they don't necessarily see it around the border of the page. There is some narrative that describes in slightly, you know, more prosaic terms, what different disciplines of engineering are actually about. So you can hook people with the pictures and get them involved in the rhyme. And then once you have the students' attention, you know, then you can draw on the text around the border of the book uh, and talk a little bit more fully and specifically about, well, this is what mechanical engineering is actually all about. Uh, it gives them some more concrete information. Yeah. And and I notice, you know, I mean, it, it's a it's a 40-page book. Is that somewhere, That's right. somewhere there, right? And, um, and, and so you could, you could have kids read, a, read the whole thing aloud, you know, together. You could, you could read it with the kids. Um, you could have the kids, you know, probably even pick like certain pages, which are really kind of based on certain different topics. I see there's space exploration, energy, robotics, which is, you know, a, a huge topic now. Um, prosthetics, sports technology, all sorts of things. And you could even probably have a kid, you know, say, hey, pick one of these pages and, you know, tell the class more about it. Yeah, there, you know, you, you could do it off the top of your head. Students can say, oh, you know, this this morning I used some sort of tablet or laptop or something and talk about how that has to do with electrical engineering. Obviously, cars and roads and buildings and houses all have substantial engineering pieces in them. And making those connections, encouraging kids to make those connections between the things that they encounter every day. You know, we live in such a built, designed environment that it almost becomes invisible. You almost stop seeing all the things that have to be engineered in your daily life. And one of the things that we're trying to do with the book is to draw attention to those things and make people stop and, and think, oh, somebody had to make a choice. This piece of technology, this tool works in a certain way because somebody made a choice. What goes into that choice? How do you make things better? How do you solve problems? How do you improve people's lives? Those are all the kinds of issues that engineers deal with every day. That is, that is, that is phenomenally put, Eric. And, uh, you know, cause, cause I think, I think teachers wrestle with, with the idea of how do I get kids to understand, you know, you, you put on, on, on one of the sites on your pages that engineers are creative problem solvers. Um, I, I can remember, one of my one of my favorite lessons growing up in school was uh, our teacher had us come up with our own inventions and and being able to draw those out and explain them and and to this day I can remember those those inventions that I made up you know that's awesome that is great that is such a good story you know and 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 for you know working with this book if you had you know a, a classroom set of these um, and you can get you can get the kids to start thinking or even just just one and you're kind of passing it around the classroom. And, I can imagine this being the, the go-to book in a classroom if a, um, the kids well, are all going to be fighting over it, you know. Uh, I, I, think, I think this book keeps on giving, and it, 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 it draws people out in a way once they start sort of adopting the habit of mind. You know, what you said is exactly right about engineers. They are problem solvers. 
And it's a different orientation from what you think of as a more scientific approach where you're trying to describe something, you're trying to answer some questions, but you take it the next step and you use that knowledge to intervene in some way in the world that changes your daily life or changes the structure of the world or, or allows you to do something that you couldn't otherwise do that energizes people and that gets people interested in, and, and, and compels your attention in a way and, and your energies. And it's just a different attitude, but it's one that people don't really get in elementary school. It's one that students don't really get exposed to enough. Um, and, uh, the, you know, we're, we're just trying to address that. We're trying to give people the tools that, that will help them bring those kinds of opportunities alive for students. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, that, that, that begins to create in those kids that mindset. Now I, now I, instead of just looking at everything as this is a product, look at it as it's a product of innovation. It's a product of creativity. It's a product of, of reinvention and reimagination. And, and, and that's where it, where it shifts out of just books for these kids and it shifts into real life for them. And, 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 and that's, that's great. Yeah. One of the really awesome things about, you know, engineering is that it's, it's a truly empowering discipline. You know, you, you all of a sudden realize what is open to you as an agent of choice. You can make choices once you are equipped with the tools to, to, to solve problems, to make changes. And, and there's nothing like feeling that you have a choice to make you feel empowered and energized and, and able to do things that you otherwise, you know, wouldn't have imagined you can do. So it, it, it's a really, it's a, it's a powerful tool. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Now you guys are, um, are working on completing one for more of the, the upper middle school slash high school age. Talk a little bit about that one. Yeah, thanks. That's right. We are in the final stages of another publication to be called Start Engineering. And that is a guidebook for high school students and their parents significantly to give them, again, more of the context of what engineering is about, how it works in their daily lives already. We have a series of feature articles that talk about exciting uh, applications of engineering, everything from um, prosthetic limbs that one of the contestants in Dancing with the Stars used to uh, robotics that are used in interstellar, uh, hopefully interstellar missions that NASA is planning. Um, like it, just, just, just today in the news, you know, I mean, there was what, a, a small satellite that landed on, on a comet for the very first time. Can you believe that? That is unbelievable to me. Yeah. I mean, that is truly a triumph of engineering. To, to get something to land on something moving that quickly, you know, I mean, what a, what a great classroom problem. And, and, and then you see the news, you know, and you see something like that. And then you can you can draw in other resources, you know, like, you know, like this, this book and say, hey, let's let's see who what kind of people would work on that, you know. Yeah. And one of the things we try to do in Start Engineering is to focus really closely on people, especially, you know, students and people early in their careers who have taken an engineering path towards doing really exciting things. Um, there's a feature, for instance, on Debbie Sterling, who is the founder of uh, Goldie Blocks, a company that blends storytelling with construction tools to try to get girls really excited about engineering. And Debbie Sterling went to Stanford and she's had a very interesting story as an entrepreneur, got her company funded on Kickstarter, and Goldie Blocks has just taken off, uh, especially with all this interest in getting um, engineering uh, more diverse and attracting students who haven't necessarily found success or opportunity there. Um, but, you know, she's a great example to focus on. She's somebody who used an engineering education to do something really creative and is having a big impact on people's lives, kids' lives. Yeah. And, and at the same time, I mean, that's a great story 
a, a real life story for for the kids in in your classroom, our classrooms that that can you can say, hey, what is the idea that you could make up and you could take it and you could you know become the next you know Goldie Blocks maker, but what are you going to make? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that that kind of pathway is available to anybody who who gets a, a spark of imagination, want to pursue it in a certain direction, you know, and then off they go. It really gives you some powerful tools uh, once you have some of these enduring you know skills and, and principles in your in your mind. So I think I think um, just listening to this, I think I think this would be a great resource for for every school to have have um, some copies of. You know, I could imagine a maybe a classroom set, you know, that could be passed from, you know, different grade to different grade. Um, I could imagine, you know, getting, you know, a few of them for each classroom. Um, I can imagine that, that contacting, you know, maybe a local um, business, you know, maybe is involved in engineering and saying, hey, would you be willing to sponsor our school um, to provide some of, uh, some of these books or, or uh, if your school has a foundation. Um, but I, there's probably enough ways that, um, um, that they can get the, you know, really, it's a, it's a very minimal cost to, um, to get yeah, some it, of the books. Into yeah, your class. thanks a lot. Let me, let me explain one of the really interesting opportunities associated with it. If, if you want to buy the book in bulk, for example, uh, sponsorship opportunities are available for people to customize the back page so that a company or university or a nonprofit um, could put some content on the back page that features their programs or their um, interest in, in engineering education. And they could use it as a calling card or a vehicle for, for disseminating their own approach to the question through the, through the magazine or through the guidebook Start Engineering um, so that it's a sort of a collaborative effort. You know, we provide the content. Uh, a third party can brand it in such a way that it, you know it looks like it's their uh, contribution to the engineering education cause too, and it ends up being a good project for everybody to be involved in because then they provide the distribution to some of the student or teacher uh, populations who really need to get this kind of information. That's great, and and then there's also even some some resources right on the on the website of of some more things you could do. Um, it it said that uh, there's a there's an activity right at the end of the uh, the kids book that's dream invent create. Um, it just sounds like it's 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 a, it's a great all around resource for no matter what what uh, what age um, that you work with. Yeah, dream invent. One of the fun things about dream invent create is the back matter. Um, there are about six pages. Uh, of different kinds of exercises. Some of them are strictly in the book exercises and they're pretty basic. Um, there is uh, a word search that, that uh, kids can do together. There's a, there's a scavenger hunt, a list of items that they can go back in the book and find and tick off on the list. Um, and then there's the, a crossword puzzle. And then of course there's the famous marshmallow challenge. And that is a very cost-effective um, it, fun collaborative activity that you know lends itself to a quick classroom act, um, session, uh, and it ends up being a fun thing to do to to use these materials that you never would have sort of expect to use in building something. Uh, and it gives gives people a chance to to collaborate, build something, have a little competition, have some fun, make a little bit of a mess. That's always fun, uh, and uh, and then and you know learn some engineering along the way. I can I can imagine uh, you know a lot of a lot of classrooms this being the uh, Maybe a jumping-off point, great for uh, uh, the the science fair projects yeah. too. I can imagine a school having the best science fair ever. You know, after after passing around some of these books. Well, you put your finger on one of the really useful and and what we think most valuable applications of of the book, which is 
to, to get to capture some interest, to build up some interest. And then teachers, you know, can build on that and follow on with the lessons that they have in place and the more sort of extensive curricular resources that they have in place. This is a kind of opening statement that people can take advantage of to get some attention and interest around generated around engineering, which then they can sort of carry on and use in the in the existing classroom plans that they already have in place. Great. Well, Eric, I, I got to say thank you. This is, this is phenomenal. Again, it's it's at the website start-engineering.com. Um, of course, we'll have the links uh, afterwards. I want to thank you again, Eric, for uh, joining us today. Really delighted to be here, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. And uh, again, uh, thanks for listening to the STEM Everyday podcast. And uh, keep finding ways to put STEM in your classroom every day. You're listening to this podcast on the ESDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com. Mm-hmm.